The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, May the 4th, currently 4.33 on the East Coast. I heard that the MLB Gambling Podcast was slacking a little bit with the other co-hosts. No names uh, are going to be given out, but you guys know who I'm talking about. So I had to make a return here on the MLB Gambling Podcast to take over the captain's chair. But here to go through the Thursday games and joining me to break it all down, my main man, Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you feeling this Thursday afternoon, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well, Munaf. Uh, just watching a little Champions League action. Uh, not good. Mets got blown out today, but we'll bounce back. Uh, ready to take on. Uh, we got about 10 games to handicap, so can't wait to break them down with you. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, especially I love the the midweek because we usually get some uh, we get some either soccer during the day to a Champions League today, like you mentioned. And then we also get day baseball, which is something more important to us, which is more exciting. But Dylan, you've been on, I think, most of this week. Um, what's been going on with Malcolm, man? Tell me, talk to me. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he's been doing all right. I think he's a little in his own head. You know, he's so he's so used to doing everything perfect. Yet a little, he hasn't been on in a couple of days. So the first day back, I, he had some little jitters going up at the plate. All right. So so nothing to be too concerned about again, I guess. No. We should keep him around then, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like Dylan said, uh, 10 games on Thursday, a little lighter schedule uh, before, you know, the weekend series kickoff and uh, some day baseball. Uh, on Thursday, we have about three afternoon games and then um, the rest of them, I think the final seven are going to be towards the evening time starting at 610 Eastern. So we'll just kick it right off with the first game of the uh, afternoon tomorrow, uh, Dylan. It's going to be Thursday, May the 5th. We have the Los Angeles Angels headed into Fenway Park to take on the Boston Red Sox. Um Currently seeing an opening line over on win bet of the Angels favored minus 135 with the Red Sox plus 125 over under set at eight and a half with juice towards the under at minus 125 projected pitchers for this game is going to be the reigning MVP for the LA Angels Shohei Otani and on the mound for the Boston Red Sox going to be left handed um, journeyman and I think maybe the oldest pitcher in the league right now Rich Hill for the Red Sox. Um, Kind of give you some pitching stats here. Otani, so far the season is off uh, to a two and two start. He has a 4.19 ERA with a whip of 1.09. Um, last outing was against the Cleveland Guardians. We, he allowed two earned runs uh, over five innings. He's only been roughed up really in one uh, game so far, Dylan. That was against the Rangers back on April 14th in Texas, uh, where he only went three and two turns of an inning. Gave up six earned runs. Um, but other than that, he's been pretty solid 
for the LA Angels. And on the mound, like I said, for the Red Sox, is going to be Rich Hill. 0-1 so far with a 3.71 ERA, a whip of 1.29. His last outing was pretty good against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he went four innings, only gave up one hit and no earned runs. Back-to-back games so far for Rich Hill. Well, he hasn't given up an earned run, um, but he's only gone four innings each in, in those games. But uh, Dylan, what do you like uh, look like for this game between the Angels and the Red Sox here, my man? Yeah, I like the under in this one. Uh, I got the opening line at nine, so I see an 8.5 over at win bet. I like that as to I set my line at 8.4. The first game in the series went under 4-0 in favor of the Red Sox. It was nice to see them get going again. Uh, But the Angels, they've been playing a lot of unders of late. Four of their last five have gone under the number, and the same for the Red Sox. Four of their last five have also gone under the number. So I think we see another low-scoring game. So I was happy to dive under nine in this one. Yeah, it seems like the Red Sox bats haven't come along. Um, I mean, especially how good this offense really is when you talk about guys like Bogarts and Devers and uh, J.D. Martinez and, I mean, Verdugo. He's been, having, he's been having a pretty decent start to the season as well. But, you know, maybe something has to do with the dead balls. But, again, these pitchers have looked pretty good. And Otani, I mean, we talk about uh, him. He's usually been pretty solid at home for the L.A. Angels. But this season, like I said, he only has that one bad start against the uh, Texas Rangers. But other than that, he's been really solid for them. Um, yeah, I do like the under in this game as well. Probably lean towards the Angels in this one as well. Um, the uh, Angels have been absolutely fantastic against left-handed pitching so far this season. And if I'm trying to pull up the numbers, I did have it in front of me. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me pull up the advanced stats for teams. Yeah, against left-handed pitching so far this season, the LA Angels... As far as average, our number two in the entire league, right behind the Colorado Rockies with a team batting average of 289. They've scored 38 runs off of left-handed pitching, which ranks number three. So, uh, And their walk rate uh, against left-handed pitching is second best in the entire league behind only our Mariners here, Dylan. So um, I'll, I'll lean with the Angels in this game. I also do like uh, your undercall in this game. I, I think it's going to be hard-pressed to find some overs but you really have to dive into these pitching stats if you do like some overs. But um, anything else you like for this game, Dylan, before we move on? Yeah, I would lean with the the Angels as well. I made them a minus 140 favorite. So it's right. Maybe if we see some Red Sox money coming in, I, I'd take a shot at the Angels as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely keep an eye on that line movement for sure. Um, next game on the board is going to be a 1240 Central start, 140 on the East Coast. It's going to be between the lowly Cincinnati Reds heading to Milwaukee to take on the Brewers. Pitching matchup in this game is going to be right-handed pitcher Hunter Green for the Cincinnati Reds. For the Milwaukee Brewers, it's going to be Adrian Hauser. Uh, looking at the opening line for this game over on WinBet, it will be... Plus 175 for the Reds, minus 195 for the Milwaukee Brewers. Total is set at seven and a half with juice towards the over. Uh, Looking at the pitching numbers for both of these teams. Hunter Green, off to a real slow and shaky start so far this season. Um, He's one and three with an ERA of six, a whip of 1.1, sorry, 1.61. Uh, in his last start, he allowed two home runs. He hasn't gotten past the fifth inning in any of his starts so far. He's allowed at least three earned runs um, in that span in three out of the four starts so far. And the other one, he did allow two to the Dodgers. Um, and his 
walks in the last two games here, Dylan. He's allowed four walks in each of his last two starts um, against the Rockies and the St. Louis Cardinals. And three out of his four starts have been on the road so far this season. Um, on the other side for the Milwaukee Brewers, like I said, Adrian Hauser, two and two so far this season, a 2.53 ERA with a whip of 1.17. He had a great outing against the Cubs in his last start, six innings, two hits allowed, uh, no earned runs, six strikeouts and three walks in that game. Um, he's gone past the fifth inning in three out of his four starts. Um, and he's been pretty solid so far for the Brewers, but Dylan, what do you like uh, looking at in this game between the uh, Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah, I don't understand this line. I, I made the Brewers north of a $2 favorite. And I, I mean, on the run line, I was willing to lay a minus 125 with them. I was able to get a plus 135 yeah. over. So I'm going to be on that. I'm, I mean, I'm still fading the Reds. They've only won three games. And these two teams, they did play just once, and the Brewers were able to have a comfortable 6-3 win. And besides that loss to the Cubs the other day, the Brewers, they've been red hot. 13 of their 16 games, they've won by two or more runs. And in my opinion, I, I just think you just got to keep fading the Reds. Joey Votto's still out. Jonathan India's injured again. So I, I'm going to be on the Brewers' run line here at plus 135. Yeah, for the Cincinnati Reds, if, you, if you've been taking the opponent's run line, uh, you are – hitting almost at a close to a 75% clip uh, against uh, the run line or sorry, betting on the run line against the Cincinnati Reds, 17 and six so far our opponents against the run line against the Cincinnati Reds. So I know I think that until this turns around for the Reds, if it does, I think you've got to continue taking the run line uh, um, for their opponents. And right now I'm seeing it on another book at minus one and a half at even money. So definitely shop around, maybe able to get some better odds on that. But with everything that Dylan just said, I, I just can't get behind this Reds team either. Uh, the Brewers are hot right now, uh, like Dylan mentioned. So I think this is going to be a good play here at minus one and a half for the Brewers. Uh, do you have anything on the total here, Dylan? Uh, on the total, I did make it 8.2. So around seven and a half, I, I do think we'll see some runs in this one. Okay. All right. Getting over to the next game of the night, we have the... Washington Nationals headed to Coors Field, where we have probable pitchers of Aaron Sanchez for the Washington Nationals. And for the Colorado Rockies, it will be Antonio Sensatella. He, uh, sorry, the opening lines for this game is going to be the Colorado Rockies favorite minus 130. Washington Nationals plus 120 on the money line with the over-under set at 10.5 with juice towards the over at minus 115. Um, pulling up the numbers for both of these pitches, Aaron Sanchez has been off to an atrocious start so far for the Washington Nationals. He's one in one with a 6.75 ERA, 1.39 whip. He did get his first win in his last start um, against the uh, San Francisco Giants. But again, he's given up total of seven earned runs uh, in his two starts. And, you know, shockingly enough, they've both been against uh, the San Francisco Giants. Um, gave up four earned runs in a home start in four and a third. And then he also gave up five, sorry, three on runs in five innings against the San Francisco giants in San Francisco back in his last start um, for the uh, Colorado Rockies. It's going to be Antonio Sensatella. Like I said, he's two and one so far this season with 3.66 ERA 
The whip is a little concerned for me here. It's at 1.83, which just means that he's been getting out of jams. Um, he did have one rough start against the Detroit Tigers in Detroit. Uh, five innings, did allow 10 hits, five earned runs, but he's allowed at least seven hits, Dylan, in each of his starts so far this season. But he's been fortunate uh, only allowing one earned run in the other three starts outside of that Detroit game. But what are you looking at at this game uh, here, Dylan? Yeah, I like the Rockies here at this short price. I made him a minus 145 favorite, so I got him at a minus 120. That's good value for me. Washington, they've been pesty of late. They score a lot of runs. They're actually winning some games against good opponents, too, the Giants. So you got to give them credit. But I just don't trust Sanchez in this spot. Each of his last two outings, he's given up hard contact, seven runs and in nine innings. Yeah. And I just don't like this matchup against the Rockies this Rocky club uh, with Sensatella. I just think he's a much different pitcher at home than on the road uh, at home. He has a 1.84 ERA, 14 innings. He's only given up three runs, no home runs, which is surprising at a place like Coors field. So I think this is a good spot for him. I think we see some regression from the nationals as well. So give me the Rockies here on the money line. Yeah, I like the Rockies here too, uh, especially against this uh, pitcher of Aaron Sanchez, like we talked about. I mean, definitely struggling so far to start the season. And now you have to go into Coors Field where, you know, the Rockies have been really good so far this season. If you kind of take a look at um, the numbers for them, I mean, I personally will be first one to admit that I was expecting this team to be really bad this season. But especially being in that NL West where they're, you know, competitive at 13 and 10 so far this season. They have a great home record so far of nine and five. Um, and I think that, you know, we talked about this. We we're approving the season that we're going to continue back in the Rockies at home. And again, nine of their 13 wins so far have come at home so far for them. So, uh, yeah, Nationals, not not a great story so far, nine and 16. They did have a good series against the San Francisco Giants. But other than that, um, they've been really bad at home. Shockingly, only three and 11 so far for the Washington Nationals, six and five on the road. But again, I think we're both fading Aaron Sanchez here um, against the Colorado Rockies. Do you have anything else for this game, Dylan, before we move on? No, that'd be all for me. On all this right. one. Okay, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and then we'll dive uh, into more of these games on this Thursday uh, Thursday schedule in the MLB. We're brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on Win's Bet $50, $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit match, bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a free $20 bet when you win, lose, or push on a three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday through Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and pre- present. And the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably have a fantasy league on there already and I use it for mine. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over and under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. 
The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to use promo code SGPMLB and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPMLB when you deposit. Join SGPS, SGPN squad to bet with the guys. You can reach it at sg.pn slash squad. That's sg.pn slash squad. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Ross, we're brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee that they've ever that they they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade Coffee's customers are truly impacted from these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Their expert tested coffees, Trade Coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you, and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect. Trade's real coffee experts personally taste over 450 different roasts so they know exactly what to recommend to you. Just answer a couple questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees that refresh to you as soon as you like. It's real. There's no gimmicks at all. Trade Coffee delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground for however you brew it at home. And they guarantee you'll love your order, your first order, or they'll replace it for absolutely free. So all you have to do right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. There's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. All right, coming off of the break, next game on the schedule is going to be a 6-10 Eastern start for the Toronto Blue Jays headed to Cleveland to take on the Guardians. Uh, Blue Jays have uh, Jose Barrios on the mound for them, and then for the Cleveland Guardians is going to be Aaron Savali. Uh, looking at the opening lines for this game, Toronto Blue Jays are a minus 150 favorite here on the road. Guardians are plus 135 on the money line with a total set of eight with juice towards the under at minus 120. Uh, on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Blue Jays and plus one and a half, minus 135 on the run line for the Guardians. Um like I talked about, Jose Barrios is going to get the start 2-0 so far this season with a 4.13 ERA, a whip of 1.58 uh, for him in his last start. 
pretty solid against the Houston Astros, five and two thirds inning, gave up seven hits, but only gave up one earned run. Um, in his previous two starts, he combined to go 13 innings against the Red Sox and both starts and only allowed three earned runs. Meanwhile, on the other side, it's a completely opposite story for the Cleveland Guardian starter, uh, Aaron Savali, um, 0-2 so far this season, Dylan, 10.67 ERA with a whip of 1.95. Um, he's gotten roughed up not only throughout the season, but especially in his last two starts this season. Uh, in his last start against the Oakland A's, four innings, six earned runs, seven hits. Previous start against the uh, Real Madrid just tied this up. Yep, 1-1, one, one, 90th minute. No, it's 2-1 to one now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they. Uh, I think I'm ahead of you, but yeah, they just... Uh, they just wow. got ahead two to one. So we might have some extra time here. Uh, sorry. All right. Uh, all right. Let me get back on track. Um, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I looked up at my screen and I saw people screaming and going crazy. I saw them tie it up at one to one. And then they just, yeah, they just took a two to one lead on. Uh, they just put in two goals at, in injury time. Wow. All right. Wow. Okay. Back on track here, Dylan. All right. My fault. That's my bad. My bad. All right. Uh, so uh, Aaron Savali uh, against the Yankees. Three innings pitched, gave up seven hits, six earned runs. Same thing as he did against the Oakland A's here. Um, Dylan, you confident he turns around here, or are we backing the um, the Toronto Blue Jays here? Yeah, this was a tough one for me. Uh, I did make the Blue Jays a minus one thirty favorite, but I don't know if I want to put my money on Sevilla either. He's only making his second start at home. He got lit up the first time against the Giants. So I think the Blue Jays will break out for a couple of runs. Uh, and the Guardians' bats have seemed to come alive as well. They sweep their last series against that. So I, I think we see a pretty high-scoring game. I've set my total at 8.3, so maybe a first five over or full game over. That would be the play for me. Yeah, I really like that first five team total over for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, especially it comes out at two and a half. And you know, the numbers I just yeah. rattled off for Savali, I mean, he hasn't been very good. I mean, it, it's been really bad for him at this point. So I'm not sure that he's able to turn it around here. Uh, but I do like that Blue Jays. I, I'm willing to lay the price here with the Blue Jays on the run line and also that team total over. Uh, maybe if you want to take full game or even that first uh, first five, I think is a good look uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays in this game. Um, anything else you got for this game, Dylan, before we get over to the next game of the night? No, that'd be it. All right. So the next game of the night is going to be Dylan's New York Mets. They head to Philly to take on the Phillies. Um, starting pitchers, probable or probable uh, starting pitchers is going to be uh, Taiwan Walker for the New York Mets and for the Philadelphia Phillies, Aaron Nola. Uh, looking at the opening line for this game, we have the New York Mets as a plus 125 underdog on the road with the Philadelphia Phillies favored at home, minus 135, seeing a total of uh, over under eight for this game with minus 120 juice towards the over run line currently for this game. I'm seeing plus one and a half, minus 150 for the Mets and minus one and a half, plus 130 for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um Again, looking at the pitchers for this game, uh, let me see. Walker, I believe this is his first start since a rehab assignment, if I'm not mistaken. Second. Uh, second? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah he's 0-0 so far with a ERA of 0.00, a whip of 0.57. Uh, like Dylan said, this is going to be 
This is crazy. This is third start against the Phillies, and it already has what three starts or two previous starts against them already. Um, Dylan, this is your team, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you the keys here, man. What are you thinking here for Walker and the Mets? Uh, I mean, they did lose both of their those games that he did start, but not in the first five. So I like the Mets first five plus a half. I do expect the Phillies to open up. They are a favorite, correct, right now. Phillies are yeah, yeah they're minus, a yeah. yeah. So the first five lines have been open, but since they are the underdogs, we'll probably see a Mets first five plus a half. I mean, Walker, yeah, like you said, he had both of his starts against the Phillies, but two good outings, seven innings, only two hits given up. And I think he can keep the Mets close, especially in those first five innings. He doesn't get in any, a lot of trouble. He keeps the ball down. So, And Nola, his two starts against the Mets, they were able to score a few runs off of him. Nine innings, six runs, mm-hmm. even two home runs. So yeah. I think this Mets team, especially since they lost uh, tonight, I think they're going to come back a little urgent going on the road, kicking on their NL East rivals. So, and they have the best run differential in the NL. Their first five, they're cash cows. So I'm going to go right back to it. And that's first five plus a half. Uh, yeah, I like that bet as well. Um, the, the Mets, well, I know you're, you, I think you probably have more information on this. How's the Mets bullpen been this season? It hasn't been as good as last year. We lost like a guy like Lube, who's been all right. And mm-hmm. that double header the other day used up a lot of our pen, but we did get the two wins. I'm just hoping a guy like Seth Lugo could come to his form because he's been not the best. Reed Foley, he's hurt. So that out of you know, he hasn't been the best either. So we got some issues. I think we need a lefty on the trade deadline. We have to go and get one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't talk about Aaron Nola much here, but he's uh, one in three so far this season with a ERA of 3.09. Surprisingly, a whip is under one uh, at 0.94. He did, like you said, he did give up three earned runs against the uh, Mets in both of his starts so far this season. Uh, First one was uh, three and a third, three earned runs, and then last was April 29th in New York, where he also allowed three earned runs in that span. But did have nine strikeouts in this game. I do like your call on that first five uh, money line for the Mets. Um, I'll probably tell that. Maybe look at in, I don't know, maybe first five under. Certainly don't trust the Phillies bullpen. Um, and like you mentioned, the Mets bullpen has been okay. But, you know, it, it could easily turn around in one inning when you're looking at totals. But uh, what do you have a feel on the total for this game? Yeah, so for for the total, I set mine at uh, 8.2 because the Mets have been in some high-scoring games. Mm -hmm. It's when when the Mets' bats are going, the other team's bats are going as well. So we see a high total. But if we see a pitching duel, I think we could see a first five under, like you were alluding to. Yeah. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be between the... Uh, don't see a line. This is one game we don't have a line for, uh, but we'll go through it anyway. It's going to be the Minnesota Twins at Baltimore Orioles. Uh, starting pitchers for this game is going to be Chris Archer for the Minnesota Twins and Spencer Watkins for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, 7.05 Eastern start time. Let me see if there's a, a lineup at another book for this. I don't see it over at WinBet. Um, and I don't see it there either, but uh, we're going to go off of Dylan's numbers here, but I'll, I'll start with the pitching stats here. Um, Chris Archer, he's been pretty good so far for the um, Minnesota twins. It's almost like he's a spot starter. He is uh, doesn't have a decision yet, but he has ERA of 2.93 with a whip of 1.3. Um, he's given up 
two earned runs and two two of his four starts so far this season. He was pretty good against the Tampa Bay uh, Rays. Uh, he went four innings, only allowed one earned run and two hits. The problem, though, with Chris Archer has been that he's allowed three walks in three straight starts, which were against the Royals, the White Sox, and the Tampa Bay Rays, like I just mentioned. Um, and then on the other side for the Baltimore Orioles, Spencer Watkins uh, doesn't have a decision yet, but he does have an ERA of 2.55 with a whip of 1.25 uh, in his last start against the Boston Red Sox. He was pretty good. Um, four and two thirds of an inning, five hits, one earned run. He's only allowed one earned run in three out of his four starts this season. Um, he's gone at least five innings in two out of the four starts, but hasn't allowed more than two earned runs Um in any of his four starts. So he's off to a pretty good start for the uh, Baltimore Orioles, but Dylan uh, don't have a line for this game. We could uh, go with your projections here. So what do you got for this game? Yeah, I did make the twins a minus minus one fifty favorite just because they've been on fire as of late. And I think we could see a low scoring game. I set my total at 7.4, just because I think the Orioles have been pesty. They've been covering the run line. And I think that game last night where, the whites, uh, the, excuse me, the twins, they winded up covering the run line late in the game. It was yeah. two, two most up until the seventh, eighth inning. So mm-hmm. the bullpen surprisingly has been good for the Orioles. So I think they could keep it close, especially if we get another good outing from Spencer Watkins. So, uh, depending on the price, I mean, if any, if you get a plus plus one forty, plus one forty five or better, I would take a shot with the Orioles, especially at home. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I, and again, the Minnesota Twins right now, I, I think at least for me, um, maybe not for a lot of them, but I think for me, I was down on this team coming in. But right now in the AL Central, they're leading it by four and a half games already with a record of 15 and nine. And, you know, they're a team in that division that is the only team with a winning record. And that's kind of crazy to say because all the injuries that the White Sox have dealt with so far this season uh, Guardians also 10 and 13 and the Royals 8 and 15, but give credit to the Minnesota Twins over their last 10 games. They're nine and one overall, and they've won four in a row with a run differential of plus 29. And I was really down on their pitching, and they have some guys in the in that rotation who have been pretty solid. So um yeah, I, I like the, I like your uh the picks here for the twins here. Um uh, what was your number on the total here? Dylan? 7.4. Okay. So I'm probably anticipating it does maybe come out at eight um, for, for this game, maybe a seven and a half. But I, I do like the under in this game as well. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. Here we have the Detroit Tigers coming down here to Houston to take on the Astros. We see a, a probable pitches of Tarek Skubal for the Detroit Tigers and for the Houston Astros. It will be Jose Urquidy. Uh Opening lines for this game. Currently, the Astros are favored minus 165 with the Detroit Tigers plus 150. An over-under set at eight with juice towards the over at minus 120. Um, looking at the pitching stats for these two teams, Tarek Skubal so far, one and two with a 3.05 ERA. Uh, sorry, a 1.21 whip. Um over his last start, he did give up three earned runs to the Minnesota Twins, six runs overall uh, in five innings. Uh, and other than that, he, he's been kind of inconsistent. He had a bad start against the White Sox, but kind of found his form against the Kansas City Royals and the Colorado Rockies. Um, shut out innings in those or shut out those two teams in his two starts there. 
For the Astros, like I mentioned, Jose or Katie is on the mound. Uh, he's two and one so far this season, but the ERA and the whip are a real a little bit high here. 5.95 ERA with a whip of 1.42 for Jose or Katie. Uh, last start against the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto. He went five innings, did allow four earned runs and seven hits. Um, he's allowed at least two earned runs and three out of his four starts so far this season. And he's given up a long ball uh, in all four starts so far this season for the Houston Astros. Dylan, what do you got for this game, man? Yeah, just two teams going in different directions right now. A couple of weeks ago when we have when we had Kinsegaga, I wasn't high on the Astros, but I think they've turned it around a little. I think they found their way. And the Tigers, they just they're struggling to keep alive in the division. I I took their win total over, so not looking good right now. But uh the Astros, they've been winning, and I think they're doing it with their pitching and their defense. It sucks that Jose Altuve, a couple games in, he left the game injured again. So we'll see how that goes. But they've gone un- – I'm going to go under if I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Under is the play for me at plus money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that They've gone under this number, the Astros, four of their uh, four games straight. And the Tigers, they just can't buy runs either. They've scored one, one, zero, and they've scored a couple more after that. They just scored five runs one time in their last eight games. So I can't trust the bats of the Tigers right now. And I think the Astros win comfortably, maybe a four, one, five, nothing game. So I'm going to go under eight at plus money. Yeah. Tigers are playing a double header today as well. They're going to be in a travel situation. So I think that's a really, really bad spot for them. Right. And especially you might have guys that are going to be tired. Um, and then you have a travel situation going down to Houston um, with Jose or Katie. I, th- I know he's been a little bit better at home versus on the road. Um, you know, you're looking at his splits from last season. I mean, he was he had a three ERA of 3.35 in 2021. So far this season, a uh, uh, ERA of 3.18, um, five and two thirds innings so far at home this season. Hasn't allowed, uh, let me see how many runs he's allowed at home so far this season. Yeah, he did give up two to the Toronto Blue Jays. So, and he's faced some pretty good offenses, man. I mean, talk about that. He has two starts so far against the Blue Jays this season. He also faced the Angels in his first start, and he also faced the Mariners. So those are some pretty damn good offenses. And now he has to go up against a uh, Detroit Tigers offense, like you said, that is struggling. I think they only put up two more runs or three runs today um, against the Pittsburgh Pirates when they got that victory in the first game of the doubleheader. But, yeah, I I, I do like this run line for the Astros here. Um, anything else you got for this game here, Dylan? Uh, what, what's the price? I don't see run lines over at win bet. So, I mean, if you're able to get a plus one ten or better on the Astros run line, I love that as well. Yeah. I see a plus plus one twenty on another book. Yeah. Love that. I, I needed a plus like one Oh five, but yeah. Plus one twenty. I love that. Yeah. All right. Let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Miami Marlins headed to the West coast to take on the San Diego Padres where sees probable pitchers, Jose Lazardo for the Miami Marlins and for the San Diego Padres, it'll be Nick Martinez. Um, currently seeing the opening lines of minus 135 for the Padres over on win bet uh, with the Miami Marlins plus 125 on the money line on the take back price over under set at seven with the juice juice towards the under at minus 115. Um, like I said, let's look at these pitchers for the uh, Miami Marlins. Jesus Lazardo, left-handed pitcher. He's two and one so far this season with a 3.10 ERA, a whip of 1.08. His last start against, or his last two starts have been pretty solid. 
Um, he faced the Seattle Mariners, six innings, only allowed two hits, one earned run. Did strike out five in similar numbers against the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. Five innings uh, in that game, one earned run, two hits allowed. Did walk four in that game, but he also did strike out eight. The only rough outing he did have, Dylan, was back on April 19th, where he faced the St. Louis Cardinals at home. Uh, in a four, four and a third innings, he did give up four earned runs, seven hits, um, and had two walks in that game as well. Um, for the San Diego Padres, like I said, it'll be Nick Martinez. He is one and two so far this season with the ERA of 4.12, a whip of 1.68. Um, he's allowed at least two earned runs in three out of his last, or sorry, uh, all three of his last starts. Um, faced the Reds, gave up two there against the Dodgers, the Atlanta uh, Braves as well. He gave up four earned runs in that start. Um, Dylan, what do you got for this game before I get to the numbers or look at the standings here for both of these teams? But what do you like for this game? Yeah, no play on the side for me, but I did make the Padres a minus 130 favorite. Right now, I'm seeing a minus 135, minus 140 in some places. A little past my point. Maybe we'll see some money come in on the Marlins so we could have a play on the Padres. But I think we've gone a little too low with the total. I know Malcolm and I always talk about Marlin games and the total always being around six and a half or seven, but... I was able to get the opening number at six and a half. And I think we got a tad too far. I set my total at 7.1. So even at a seven, it's a little lean to the over, but at six and a half, it's an overplay for me. For one, the Marlins have been scoring just a shitload tote of runs and they've gone over this number in four of the last five games, including today against the Diamondbacks had another big scoring game and the Padres, they've gone over this number in five straight games. I think both pitchers are susceptible to giving up a few runs. So maybe first five over or full game. I think we see some runs here. Yeah, the San Diego Padres against left-handed pitching are way well above average. They are batting 243 as a team. Uh, they have scored 38 runs, uh, which is tied with the Angels that we talked about. Um, but again, um, you're right. I, I back the Marlins, I believe, last week. I forgot who they were playing. Um, and, and I took the over. I forgot which team it was, but I took the over. I think I had relatively cash by the second or third inning. Uh, it was in probably that. the Mariners. Yeah, you're right. It was the Mariners. Yeah, there you go. Um, and that one fairly had cast early for me. And again, you talked about that. Both of these teams, especially the Padres, they 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 have a pretty good balanced lineup so far, especially without Fernando Tatis Jr. They've been put, able to put up runs. Uh, Marlins are on a four-game losing streak here, um, but they are still 12-12 and 12 in the National League East. And the San Diego Padres are, um, let's see, 16-8 and eight in the, uh, sorry, the, NL West, where they have a plus 21 run differential. They've won two in a row and are seven and three over their last 10. So, um, yeah, I, I think that these two teams, like you mentioned, are prone to seeing runs here. So I, I agree with that. I would probably lean with the Padres here in this game as well. Um, again, they've had some success against left-handed pitching. Just taking a look at what their record has been against left-handed pitching here so far. Um, yeah, six and three against left-handed pitchers so far. So I do like that. Um, anything else for this game? Uh, yeah, Dylan? no, just no. If uh, the money keeps coming in on the Marlins and we get a better price with the uh, Padres, I'd probably see myself on the same side as you. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and then we will dive in 
to the final two games of the night, and then we'll get into our lock-in dog for the night. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. All right, coming off of the break, two games left here on the schedule. Now we will get into our picks. Uh, it will be the Tampa Bay Rays uh, headed to the West Coast to take on the Seattle Mariners. Starting pitchers uh, for this game is going to be Shane McClanahan for the Tampa Bay Rays. For the Seattle Mariners, it's going to be Robbie Ray. Uh, looking at the opening line for this game, I see a minus 110 favorites for the Tampa Bay Rays, even money on the Seattle Mariners money line. Uh, over under set at seven with a heavy juice towards the under at minus 125. On the run line for this game, minus one and a half, plus 150 for the Tampa Bay Rays, plus one and a half, minus 170 for the Seattle Mariners. Um, looking at the pitching numbers for both of these guys for the Tampa Bay Rays, like I said, Shane McClanahan. He has a uh, one and two record so far this season with an ERA of three, a whip of exactly one. Uh, in his last start against the Minnesota Twins, win five innings, gave up three earned runs, did give up two long balls, um, gave up four hits, but he did have 11 strikeouts in his last start. Um, and I guess the Boston Red Sox in the previous start, seven innings, gave up two earned runs off of six hits, also seven strikeouts. He's had seven strikeouts at least in all five of his starts so far this season. So maybe look at a strikeout prop for him. Um, if the number is not 
too high. Uh, for the Mariners, the reigning Cy Young Award winner, Robbie Ray on the mound. Both left-handed pitchers here. Two and two record for Robbie Ray so far. ERA of 4.15, a whip of 1.25. Uh, did struggle a little bit against the Miami Marlins uh, in his last start. Win five innings, did give up four hits, three earned runs, eight strikeouts, and four walks. Um, he's also given up at least two earned runs in four of his last starts. Um, and he did have a rough outing back all the way on April 13 against the White Sox, who we know are great against left-handed pitching. They gave up, or he gave up six earned runs off of 10 hits in that game. Um, on the other side, I right, talked about Shane McClanahan. So let's get to your uh, handicap for this game. Uh, Dylan, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, at the time I was handicapping the game, uh, it was a pick em price, but I guess now money is coming in on the Rays. But I actually had uh, the Mariners favored. I made him a minus 110 favorite with Robbie Ray on the mound. He's much better at home than on the road. In uh, both of his starts, six innings, gave up two runs each. And that, that one against the, the Marlins, he was coasting through four. It was that a guy, a JP made an error. So the, uh, the inning continued. And I thought it was a little skewed, those numbers against the Marlins. But you, you got to expect the Mariners bats to wake up a little because they've been held scoreless the past two games. So maybe that's why you see the juice towards the under. But I feel like besides JP and Ty France, they – some of these other guys, they have to get, they have to help them because they they need runs. They need to score runs and make it competitive for these pitchers because they're going out and delivering with Flex and Gilbert and Robbie Ray. It's just they're not producing runs for them. So I'll take another swing at the Mariners. I'll probably be on the first five plus a half as well with Robbie Ray, and I'll probably take a shot with them on the money line as well. Yeah, Robbie Ray so far at home uh, has been better than he has been on the road. I mean, three of his five starts have been on the road so far this season. The two starts he did have at home, he did go six innings each in both of those starts and did give up two earned runs in both of those starts. But um, one of them did result in a win against the Texas Rangers. The ERA at home so far this season has been uh, right at three. And the whip has been under one, but his road record so far has been um, one and two so far with the ERA of 4.91, the the whip of 1.47. So definitely doing better at, at um, in Seattle at home so far. Um, Yeah. When I initially looked at the sign and said, I did like the Mariners at even money. I just feel like that, that money is probably coming in on the race, but it's hard to argue to take the, to fade the Baron, especially at home. And, and you have Robbie Ray, I think where he's a little bit more comfortable um, with the numbers that I just said. So I'll lean with the Mariners here at even money. Uh, maybe you get a better price if that money. So keeps coming in on the Tampa Bay Rays um, uh, for this game. Uh, what was your numbers on this total here, uh, Dylan? I said it at 7.3. So okay. I do expect an over. They did hit the over. They just lost. It went final against the Astros seven to two. Mm-hmm. So it did go over, but, Again, another incident where they're not scoring a lot of runs. So that that does worry me. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers of for left hand against left handers and the Tampa Bay Rays as a team are are batting 277, uh, which ranks number four in the entire uh, league, but they are not really resulting in runs for them. Uh, they're all the way, I think, down at right below average or right at average, uh, where they've only scored 25 runs off of those um, off of the hits. So Definitely keep that in mind um, for this matchup. Anything else for this game, Dylan, before we get to the last one of the night? No, that's it for me. 
All right, last game of the night is going to be between the St. Louis Cardinals and the – I just had it in front of me. Who are they playing? Is it the – yeah, they're playing the Giants. Um, starting pitchers for this game is going to be Miles, and I always butcher his last name. He's either Michaelis or Michaelis. Um, I, I pronounce it Michaelis. Okay, Michaelis. So we'll go with Dylan said. Um, and then on the mound for the San Francisco Giants, it's going to be Logan Webb. I uh, don't see a opening line for this game here yet. Uh, I believe these two teams or one of these two teams is in action later on today. Yeah, it's going to be the Giants against the Dodgers in their in the last game of that series. Um, so let's just uh, dive into the numbers for these pitchers. Let's start with uh, St. Louis Cardinals pitchers, Miles Mikolas. He has an ERA of 1.52 with a whip of 0.84, or, or even record of one and one so far this season. Uh, last start against the Arizona Diamondbacks, seven and a third innings, did allow four hits, only gave up two earned runs, and those were two long bombs that he did give up. Did have seven strikeouts in that game, back to back starts where he's had at least seven star, uh, seven innings um, for the St. Louis Cardinals. In a previous match, it was against the New York Mets, did shut him out. Uh, only allowed four hits in that game, did have five strikeouts, no, or sorry, one walk in that game. Um, and then on the other side for the, oh, let's see here, for the Giants is going to be Logan Webb, three and one with 3.26 ERA. Um, he has faced the Nationals three, sorry, two times so far this season. Um, he's been pretty solid at home, at least going dating back to last year. He was a perfect 6-0 with a 1.96 ERA so far this season. He's 2-0 with a 2.25 ERA with a whip of 1.0. Has struggled a little bit uh, over his last three starts. He's allowed at least three earned runs in each of the last three starts. Uh, Six innings pitched in his last start, six and two-thirds, and three and and two-thirds in his last three starts. Again, like I said, three earned runs allowed in each of those three games. Um, so, Dylan, let's go with your numbers, man. What do you got here for this game? Yeah, uh, like you said, Nicholas, he's going for the Cardinals. Webb, he's going for the Giants. And like you said, Webb is notorious for being uh, pitching well at home, dating back to last year. But this game just screams. There's no numbers right now. I did, I mean, I did. I, my handicap for the total was 6.4. This game just screams an under to me, or first five under, whatever, which way mm-hmm. you want to play it. The first game of this series was a dead under, and now you have two better pitchers, in my opinion. I, I'm going to back the Giants, and I'll, I'll probably hammer, like I said, a first five under. Mike Nicholas, he's only given up one run in his two starts on the road. Yeah. And Logan Webb, he had a shaky start his last start against the Nationals at home, but I think this is a good opportunity. To, he reels it in a little, a little more focused at home. So I'll, I'll probably be on the first five under or full game under, depending on what it comes out at. Yeah, like you said about uh, Miles Mikolas there, ERA of .77 on the road here, .69 uh, whip, 11 and two-thirds inning on the road so far this season. He's perfect – sorry, he's 1-0, and, oh, um, and he has a 9.3 um, uh, strikeouts per nine innings uh, and a .8 walks per nine innings so far. So he's been pretty solid for the Cardinals. Uh uh, on the road so far this season. And we know what, you know, going back to last season, what Logan Webb has been able to do against the, um, sorry, at home against opposition. He was a perfect 6-0 with the ERA below two. So 
Yeah, it makes a lot of sense with the under. If this comes out around, what, seven, maybe, I think you would probably take a look at taking the under in this game. Uh, no yeah. real lean on, on the side for me. If I had to, I would probably maybe take the dog here with the Cardinals. I mean, they've been playing well. Um, you know, again, like we said, Mikolas has been pretty solid on the road. So maybe they're able to carry that momentum um, with the victory that they did get today over the Royals uh, into this game against the San Francisco Giants. It is a very long trip from Kansas City, but they already wrapped up their game this morning. Uh, sorry, this afternoon against the Royals. It should be all well on their way to San Francisco into California. Um, anything else for this game, uh, Dylan, for, no. to our picks here? Yeah, no, that's really all I could add. It just screams under to me this game. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our picks here for our lock and dog for the night. Um, Dylan, I will let you kick it off here, my man. Uh, Your best bets for the action for this Thursday schedule. Yes. So for my lock, I'm actually going to go with the total. Uh, I got it at minus 115 over six and a half of the game. We just talked about Marlins Padres. I just think this line got went a little too far. Um, Padres, they've gone five, uh, went over this total five in a row. Marlins, they've gone over five of their last six, including today. And I think these pitchers give up a couple runs. So I'm going to go over there. And I was trying to see for my dog. I really don't like too many dogs. Maybe, uh, maybe at a plus price, since I was able to get it at a plus 135, I, I, we got to keep beating the drum. I'm going to take Brewers on the run line here. We got to fade the Reds. So yeah. Brewers run line and the over six and a half in Marlins Padres. All right. So yeah, Marlins Padres lock for Dylan at over eight. And then his dog will be the Brewers uh, run line. You said. Yeah. And it was uh, over six and a half. Oh, six and a half. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see. Marlin. All right. Let me correct that on our sheet. All right. So recap in Dylan's picks Marlins Padres over six and a half. And then for this dog is going to be the Brewers run line in this game. All right. So for my picks, it's going to be, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go. Hmm. All right. I'll give you my dog first because I already knew what that was going to be. I'm going to go with the Astros run line uh, plus 120 right now uh, against the Tigers. Again, Tigers playing a double header today. They have to travel all the way down to Houston uh, for the start. Uh, Jose or Katie has been pretty solid at home. So I'll take the Astros run line minus one and a half plus 120 uh, uh, as my dog. And again, I think they found something with their bats today. I know they were going up against a, a bad pitcher who was having a lot of control issues. But I think that, you know, them able to be staying home and with the travel situation for the Detroit Tigers, uh, I'm going to go with the Astros run line as my dog at plus 120 for my lock. um, Let's see here. I do like that Brewers run line as well at minus one and a half with you. You know what? I'm going to go with the under in the Angels and the Red Sox game. And, you know, again, the Red Sox offense has been struggling here a little bit. They haven't been able to put up runs. Um, and with the Angels, I know they've been doing well against left-handed pitching, but I think the recent form that Rich Hill has been in, I think that he may be able to, you know, slow these bats down for the Angels. And Otani, you know, last season – he was off to a slow start, um, at least on the road, but he seems like he's turned around. I know he's only had one bad start against the Texas Rangers on the road, but I think that he should go into Fenway Park um, and have some success here. So I think under eight and a half is going to be my play 
between the Angels and the Red Sox as my lock. So just to recap, my lock, under eight and a half Angels and Red Sox. And then my um, dog is going to be the Astros run line plus 120 against the Detroit Tigers with Jose Urquidy and Tark Skubal on the mound for their respective teams. Uh, that's going to be it for this MLB Gambling Podcast edition of the Thursday games for tomorrow, May 5th. Uh, Dylan, you have anything else you want to add, my man, before we get out of here? No, I uh, just appreciate everyone listening. Uh, like Munaf is going to say, just please uh, review, give us a subscription, rate, review, all that good stuff. It helps us out tremendously. And if you have any questions, I would say drop them down, write them in the Apple Spotify feed. And uh, it's a long season. I may, I know there's a couple of people we might not be on fire right now, but we're, it's a long day. No one wins every game and just keep sticking with us. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, like Dylan said, if you haven't subscribed to the MLB Gambling Podcast feed yet, whether it's been on um, your Apple Podcasts or your Google uh, Pods, wherever you listen to it, just hit that subscribe button. You'll know immediately when the pod drops. We usually do our best to get it out before the, the game start or before or, or getting it out overnight before the next day for the game. So you guys can jump ahead to some of these lines. So definitely uh, hit the subscribe button and leave us a rating and review as well. Definitely helps the podcast grow. Uh, haven't had many reviews, so definitely would appreciate you guys. If you could take a quick second to leave us a rating and a review for the MLB gambling podcast. Uh, and again, make sure to follow us on Twitter at MLB SGPN. Absolutely fantastic job so far by Noah with uh, growing our, you know, followers and, and, really interacting with our listeners and our fans for the MLB gambling podcast. So do us a favor and follow us on Twitter at uh, that Twitter handle at MLB SGPN. Um, that's going to do it, man. Dylan, let the people know where they can find you on Twitter, my man. Yeah. You guys can find me on Twitter at rock with two K's 24. And yeah, just like went off said, uh, follow the MLB gambling podcast at MLB SGPN. Noah's doing a great job. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So we will be back uh, tomorrow in some form or fashion um, between, I don't know, two or three of us, but we will be here regardless of handicap the Friday games for you guys as well. So look out for that podcast as well. All right. Good luck with your bets for the Thursday games in the MLB. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Mm-hmm.